Welcome to the Change Book Podcast. My name is Rachel Best, and this is our co-host. I'm Nicole Harvick. And this is the Change Book Series. It is the fastest growing self-empowerment book series on the planet. This spans over 30 countries, and we now bring them all together in a powerful podcast destined to change people from all corners of the globe. So go ahead and grab your pen and paper because our guest today is going to share a lot of amazing tips and inspiration that you're definitely going to want to write down. Hi, everyone. I'm Nicole Harvick, and I am your host today for the Change Book Podcast. And we have another amazing guest slash co-author, and it is Lisa Jones. And Lisa is the owner of LR Coaching. She is a holistic life and leadership coach. And on top of that, she's a mother of three. So welcome, Lisa. How are you? Great, Nicole. Thanks so much for having me today. Oh, I'm excited. so excited. I'm excited to talk to you. And anytime I see the word holistic in something, I, I sit up a little bit taller. So why don't you tell us about your coaching? Sure. So I actually was in the wellness field. Um after leaving corporate. So did my time in corporate about 13 years. And when I got pregnant with my first child, I really wanted to stay home. And I told my husband, that was my desire. And he kind of freaked out. And I just said, God's going to provide, it'll be okay. And then within a year of staying home, you know, I was actually in my own personal practice of yoga and wellness. And I, I kind of had an epiphany. I came from the corporate world as a corporate trainer, I loved what this did for me and my body and through the pregnancy. And then I just told him, I, I said, okay, I think I'm going to start teaching. And so I spent many years being trained by some of the bigger names in the yoga world and opened a part-time business because I still wanted to keep my kids first. So for about 15 years, I was teaching in the area I was actually working in hospitals, too. I did some work for prenatal. Um, I was so happy to see that Western medicine was accepting some of these Eastern philosophies. Right. Um, and as I continued to study about supplementation, about clean eating, um, what I was noticing is I was getting a lot of phone calls from friends and family about lifestyle and how to make these changes in your lifestyle that I had been implementing. And once my kids got out of high school and there was even a bigger impetus is my husband lost his job two times mm. in five years because he was in the IT world. And so he was kind of dropping those hints. Hey, honey, I think you might need to go back to work full time. But I knew I wanted to keep my kids first and um, just I decided I had a friend who said, you're coaching anyway. Just go get those initials behind your your name. So I did. I studied for six months health coaching and a one year master life program. And that launched my full time practice. That's a great story. And how much do you like being self-employed versus working for a company that you have to clock in, you know, the corporate, the whole corporate mentality? How has that affected your life? I give blessings every single day for the life that I am able to live. And 
I love what I do and that's a blessing and I do what I love and that's a blessing. And so it's just, it takes a lot. It takes risk. Entrepreneurship is not easy. Solopreneurship is not easy, but the rewards are phenomenal. Like when I hear from my coach or my mentor, you did what in your first year? You made what in your first year? You know, so that was great. That's great. Good, good. And you got to stay home with your girls, right? The whole time. I did. And now they're grown and I set an incredible example for each one of them. And I see my youngest kind of has the entrepreneurial spirit. You know, the other two uh, graduated already. They got their jobs. They're lined up. They're happy. You know, the younger one is still in college, but she's doing uh, a position now where she can work from home and take her classes. And I just, I see that in her. She's like got a little bit more of that uh, desire too to make your own hours. That's wonderful. And you never know what the other girls will do. You know, there could come a time where they'll kind of look at you and like, hmm, that worked for mom. Maybe I should think about that. You oh, know? my oldest already talks about it when she's oh, getting good. married next year. And I think when those kids come along, I think she's going to probably try and look at something like that. And as you and I know, the minute they place that baby in your arms, your whole world changes. Right. <laughs> you don't even know who you are anymore, except that a mom to that baby. And it's right. It's, right. it's for me, it was a great dynamic to fill. And I knew that, you know, I didn't really want to go back to anything. I had been in real estate many years. I loved it. It was great. But real estate baby, I'm going to take that baby any day. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly right. And I know that, gosh, so we're talking, you know, 20, 25 years ago, even my brother and my father at that time, they're like, you're climbing because I was with a bell company. You know, oh, wow. why do you really want to make that decision? Because they were great with women in management. But I just stuck to what I say. It It's really connected to the spirit within, you know, and I say yeah. the Holy Spirit within and listening to that intuition. No, this is something that I want to do. And um, part of what we you'll read over and over in these stories is you have to take a risk. Yes. And you did it and you yeah. stepped up really well. That's that's a great story. Um, tell me what a holistic life and leadership coach is. I'm not really familiar with that term. Sure. So uh, my practice is I combine all my years of study in the background that I've had. So if you're going to work with me, we are going to look at your health because mm -hmm. without good health, everything else is affected. And so a lot of people don't have that connection about mind, body, spirit. And so we start with that realm of I have them rate themselves. Where are you right now? How do you feel? Where do you want to go in that area? And then um, that's one of the major doorways. The other is your career or your business. And the other one is your relationships. So again, when you get back to that connection, um, if you have anything that might be off in any of those areas, that's going to affect your job, your career, your path, your business. And 
So that's the holistic aspect um, I take a look at. There's other, there's two others, and that is your spirituality and that is your finances. So when you take a look at all five of those areas, then that makes us who we are and whole. That's the holistic aspect of it. Wow. So when you go into life and leadership, as a life coach, any of those could be a doorway to enter in, but you're going to tap into other, those other areas as you begin the coaching process. And leadership is because I come from a management background, and so I help my clients to either think about doing exactly what I did. You know, do you want to transition back into the working world? Uh, do you, are you a CIO or a C-suite already and you want to transition out and possibly consult? So that is where the leadership aspect comes in. And I also have clients who, um, they're in small business and they want to scale and mm -hmm. I just guide them in, in scaling. And you know, I, when you said that's the whole part of it with the word holistic, I never, I never took that into consideration that that's what it meant. The the whole sum of who you are. Absolutely. And that's fascinating. And I'm curious, do you ever have people fight what you're telling them that like they don't want to admit certain things they do or they don't want to let go of so like, you know, I think about people that want to be really healthy, but they still might drink or they want to be really healthy, but they still eat junk food. Or can you get a person to be in a place where they can see themselves as they are, not as they think they are? Sure. So I've got a saying, like, if you don't say, I hate you, Lisa, at some point in time during oh, wow. the coaching process <laughs> that I'm not doing my job. Hate is a very strong word, but you get what I'm saying, that it is our job to, you know, we're walking with you, we're journeying with you, we're giving you guidance, but sometimes you need a kick in the ass. And that's just what it comes, that's what it comes down to. And uh, what I love about coaching is we're going to say things things to you that somebody else might never say to you. So you are the truth teller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the way I work with my clients when it comes to your health and living life, again, life is to be celebrated. So I'm yeah. not going to remove or make anything restrictive. I don't think that works. But if you are overindulging and causing harm, I'm going to bring that to the forefront. Ah, and do you work with both men and women? Yes, I do. Who's more hard-headed? <laughs> well, I mean, I, the percentage I work with is women. You know, I see it in both. Honestly, I don't see, yeah. I don't see the hard-headedness in coming out and more in either sex. Yeah, and you know, I I had a problem with my left hip. I found out I had some arthritis in it. And there were times that would really, 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 really flare up and be very painful. And so I started reading about it and sugar, I guess, processed sugar is really, really bad for that. And I had gotten rid of so many of, you know, I, I, I no longer ate meat. My body didn't desire that. My body couldn't tolerate any alcohol anymore. But it really, really, really loved sugar. <laughs> you know, I would go like to the dollar store and I'd get you know, whoppers and Swedish fish. And that would be like my treat to myself. And I'm telling you, and I never thought this to be true, but I would wake up in such pain sometimes. And, you know, I said, I said, I can't do this anymore, but that was the hardest thing 
from yeah me. do you know yeah. that sugar is as addictive as cocaine really yes wow yes is and that why they fired off the brain the same areas in the brain centers you're kidding nope. and you know i would eat that and it, that's weird because i all of a sudden have like this i don't want to say high or anything but you've got this little extra pop of energy or something oh for sure and then you go on a blood sugar roller coaster Yes. So what I happens is it spikes. That's the energy you're feeling, but then you're going to drop big time. And then your body's going to say, give me more. That's where the cravings come in. And you, you're in a constant blood sugar roller coaster. Mm -hmm. So have you seen any changes in coaching since when you started to now? I have. I've seen a lot. And the majority is the pandemic caused a ton of people to look at coaching as an option. Mm. So you really have to figure out how are you going to stand out in this? It's it's getting saturated. I, I have noticed that, too. I've noticed that a lot. And yeah. that's that's why I wondered, because I thought about coaching, too. And it's like, but but right now there's so many. How would I what would I coach about? What would I do? And that's why. And I'm more of a healer. I, I just mm -hmm. have always known I'm a healer. So did you have to fight a battle of maybe redoing who you are or making yourself a little different from everybody else? No, because the most important thing is you always have to be you. You are a unique individual and you're going to find your people. And so I haven't really, I mean, everybody goes through iterations when you own your own business. So I just consider that growth. I don't consider that, um, a new and and that yeah, that's a good way that there's always got to be growth i think newness and growth and change everything changes you right know, people's needs desires their thoughts change so you i think both of us have to be very cognizant of that and kind of morph into what may be coming and you know like you said COVID changed so many things right right and you know now, those people, there's a lot of people who have had this comfort of working from home, having to go back in. So that's a new adjustment. Or those that are like, eh, I kind of like what I've been doing here at home. Let me see how I can, you know, make this work. Um, and I don't only work with people who are in business. I mean, I, I love the moms who want to think about something new either in a, from a business or philanthropic, because I also say, you know, it doesn't always have to be monetarily. Um, if you feel you have a great calling, let's figure that out too. It doesn't yeah. have to be monetarily. Yeah, that's true. And, and what I've noticed with just some of my friends since COVID is it feels like their hearts have changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden they, you know, see people passing away or this emergency and just going in every day and going into the grind is no longer satisfying to them. And all of a sudden they're like, I want something different. I desire, I need. So that's for me, that's what I saw a lot of, you know, just kind of uh, a mentality of the, this isn't working for me anymore. Right. Right. Very much so. And I think that um, overall the planet needs that, like, you know, we need to be connected to, that which is greater on a larger scale. 
Oh, I believe that. I so believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. So how did you find out about the change book series? How did that come into your life? Honestly, you know, as coaches, we get a lot of connection and people find us. And that's really kind of what happened for me is I just received a email one day about explaining, you know, what the change is and um, would you be interested in having a call about this opportunity? Um, I had already been interviewed for Voyage Jacksonville. I had moved to the area recently, so that was great. I participated in that one. And everybody has a whole book in them. Haven't started that yet, but, you know, everybody's got a story and everybody has a book inside of them. So I thought this would be a good way to maybe venture towards that, the whole book. Uh, so I, I had the consultation call and I, I was interested. And so that's how it, that's how it happened for me. Yeah. That kind the same with me too. I got on a call with one of the gyms and it was, I just, I literally heard a voice tell me you need to do this. Right. And I thought, but I've done this before. You know, I have had several other chat co-author books that I oh, did. Okay. But there was something just really unique and very different about this one. And mm -hmm. I know very well not to ignore that tap on the shoulder or, you know, someone. They're like, yes, you need to do this. So I, I just jumped on it. And it's really been a very good decision for me. Excellent. So, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And what book are you in? I, I am in book 19. I, I'm right before you. I'm 18. Okay. okay, good. And what did you write about? Did you write about the coaching, lifestyle changes? What did, what did you feel was the most important to get out there to the world? Well, so, you know, hindsight, oh my gosh, I should have included this or I could have included this. Right. So I shared in the book exactly what I shared with you at the beginning of the call how I got into the coaching world, but then I go into um, strategic success and I share five building blocks of Ooh. strategic success and how, okay. you know, how did I get where I felt? Cause the title of my chapter is stay at home mom to six figures. Ooh. And so I kind of share um, what I believe tools that can help the readers. And is that, is that the, from being in the corporate world, is that where that knowledge comes from? Exactly. Exactly. Well, not only that, because I mean, now a combination of my part-time business and full-time business, I have longer experience than in corporate. I was in corporate for 13 years and combining my part-time and the full-time practice, it's over 20 now. So you were one of the first on the scene, really, with, with the coaching, right? Were there a lot when you got into it? You know, in 2016, 2017, it was mostly with the health coaching, not really the life coaching. Now, there always was the executive coaching. I'm sure you've heard, heard that term. Yes. So there are companies who have on-site, you know, in-house executive coaches. So that world only came to me after I was in practice for a while. So you were you able to go back to Bell at all and coach there or? Well, no. So I, I mean, I live in Florida now and my career with Bell was in Texas. 
Ah, so, okay. I mean, I have connections with people, but see, so a lot of the corporate companies, um, they might have through their health plan. Oh, well, you can have this coach through your health plan, which is very different than the one-on-one coaching uh, that I do. And I would say I'm leaning way more towards the, with the leadership, it's a higher level of, of coaching. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's just, I have recently, they tell you if you're going to invest in anyone, invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those, it's like, Oh, you know, it, cause it, it can be pricey. We all know that. Yes. But I got to a point where it's like, I, I need some, I need some guidance in certain areas because I never really worked corporate. You know, I was a lender, I was real estate and that's almost like being self-employed a bit, you know? Right. For and, sure. And, yeah. And I thought, you know what, I need, I, I'm not really, I don't know the ins and outs of this. And oh. so I hired a coach. Right. I'm telling you, it made a world of difference. And exactly. It, it does. It does. Because and it was the, a business coach. Yeah. Because, um, you know, they, our job is, this is where you are now, but where do you want to go? And it's based on our experience that we can walk you through to that point. And I just think it's, you know, we as coaches have coaches because we know how valuable it is. We as coaches, I don't know about you, even as a healer, but have a coaching budget. And that is very important. And some people don't understand that concept. But if you want to grow, you know, you can take it from an athletic standpoint always. People seem to understand that need for a coach, but not necessarily personal. They don't take a look at you as an individual. And like I say, well, where do you want to go? Not only professionally, but personally. There's so many aspects to life. Um, You know, and some people, when I say, what brings you joy? And they have... They, they haven't thought about it in forever, you know, and I said, okay, so that's very telling right there. Right, right. <laughs> you've got some work to recognize do. or remember, you know, what brings you joy. We got to flip that. Oh, so true. And it's interesting because, you know, when you're in that spiritual modalities like me, they're always saying, don't live in the past. Don't think about the future. Just be in the moment. But if, you know, if you're in just the moment, you, you don't know where you want to go. You, right. know, you don't know how to project that. So when I hired mine, he, he was a business and marketing coach. Uh-huh. And he just helped me look at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, what would you like? Where would you like to be? What would make you happy? What kind of income? And they were all questions I'd never asked myself before. There you I go. knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to get there. So it has made a huge difference in my life. I'm just, yeah, I mean, I, I truly, as we are on this video, I would tell anybody you need a coach regardless coaches are are so valuable to where you want to be, what you need to do. And just the mere fact, like you said, people don't know what joy is anymore. What makes you happy? Who are you? And so I, I'm going to, I'm just going to stand up and say, get a coach. 
invest in yeah. yourself. Because I want you to be able to, you know, you need to fire those things off. Like when it comes to gratitude too, you need to be able to fire off, you know, instead of going, what am I grateful for? And you have to sit there and think about it. You should really be able to start firing things off. So, you know, and those are just some of the minor, minor things that we get into. The bigger ones are, you know, I helped one stay-at-home mom. She's one of the, the highest real estate agents in the Dallas Metroplex now. Wow. You know, so in a in three in a three year time frame. And that's that's awesome. That's amazing. Right. Yeah, because that's a huge area and there's so much competition there. Exactly. Exactly. Stand out like that. Yeah, it was it was it's a great experience. And I just like I said, I love what I do. I, You know, I sit there and, and you can't go back, of course, but it's like, why didn't I do this five years ago? <laughs> you know, why didn't I just, I, I could have been so much more, but then you look back and it's like, maybe, you know, right after a divorce, there's self-esteem, there's certain things that sure. kind of block you. So do you work with that at all to get someone out of their slump of, of Oh, for know? sure. Relationships are huge. So um, my husband and I, through our church community, we were mentoring couples one-to-one, but we also started a parish-wide program for marriage and marriage enrichment. And so that's where the whole relationship aspect comes into my coaching. And uh, relationships, even marriage, I mean, there's peaks and valleys, and there's some of the greatest challenges that you're going to encounter in life. And Again, I don't care where you are, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a C-suite. If something's not going on right at home, everything else is affected. You're absolutely right. right. And, and, you know, sometimes as women, we stay quiet about it. Right. And, and try not to mention anything so our kids don't see it. And that's really the most unhealthy thing you can do. Yes, it can be very detrimental, very yeah. detrimental. And so when it comes to relationships, you know, I started a I started a point of, um, you know, from a spiritual aspect, do you have that connection? (laughs) Because it really needs to be there. And if you, if you two don't have that, that's where we start. And then we move from there, you know, and you get there through a lot of forgiveness and healing work. And then you move into those emotional needs because you might've had them at the beginning, but then they went out the door, right? So we get back to that. And then, you know, you, when you start filling that up, then you can get into communication, proper ways of communication. What are the ways of communication that harm? And then intimacy is so important in relationships. And you have to have that spiritual connection together. So how do you go forth and build on from the work we've done to take it you know, into your time when it's just the two of you again. And, you know, people, people have no idea how much goes into a relationship. Sometimes it it's, it's two people coming together. And even I didn't know the importance of it at the time. I really, yeah. Didn't. Yeah. So what I would say to that is priorities, like the priorities get whacked for everybody and you really have to have the, Biggest priority is your own individual connection to God. 
And then your spouse and you together always, it needs to be second. Your partner needs to be second for time. And, you know, you two having that relationship with Christ, God together. And then the kids come after that and the jobs come after that and extended family comes after that. And I can tell you, so, you know, if this was the right way, there are so many that it's upside down and you got to work hard to shift back yeah, and it, you're it's a challenge. Right. it takes effort yeah you've got some great advice for people i yeah i wish i'd known you five years ago too. <laughs> <laughs> dang it but it you know still everything resonates with me and it, it gives you pause to think of things that in the future if you know if it comes around at least you'll have a working knowledge of yeah, what is for, right and what might you, be wrong. exactly i would say as painful as it was to go through, and yes, I've had those that have gone through even after great effort of trying to save the relationship, but it just didn't happen. So again, we don't simmer or let the past weigh us down. That's not going to get you anywhere. We learn from the past. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it is exactly what you said. I would want for you to feel comfortable to bring in another soul to your life and the rest of your life and learn from it and then have what is that life or relationship that you want to create, right? Yeah, absolutely. And go there. That's 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 great just to think about that. That's wonderful. So one last question here, Lisa, if someone came to you and said, why should I be in the change book series? What would you tell them? I would say, take the first step like I do for anything else. Just take the first step and experience it. It's something different. It's something new. And Jim and Jim certainly have the history of this experience and personal growth and development way more than you and I do. And, you know, use, use that and um, just see what the experience can bring you. Yeah. That's great advice. I love it. Well, thank you for being on today, Lisa. You are just, you have so much knowledge. It's unbelievable. So so it's been a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I'm sure we'll keep in touch. I love conversating with you, my dear. It's fascinating. Uh, Thank you, Nicole. And thanks for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I'm Nicole Harvick, and this is my co-host, Rachel Best. And we look forward to seeing you again next time.